This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, a work of the Ulaga Church of Christ. They're not even mentioned anywhere in these accounts. Not one name. Nowhere. But they're there in the background, intertwined with the stories of their husbands. They are there. They're somewhere in Matthew chapter 5, verses 1 through 11, where the Holy Spirit tells us, so it was, as the multitude pressed about him to hear the word of God, that he stood by the lake of Gasseret and saw the two boats standing by the lake. The fishermen had gone from them and they were washing their nets when he got into one of the boats, which was Simon's, and asked him to put out a little from the land. And he sat down and taught the multitudes from the boat. When he had stopped speaking, he said to Simon, launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. But Simon answered and said to him, Master, we have toiled all night and caught nothing. Nevertheless, at your word, I will let down the net. And when they had done this, they caught a great number of fish, and their nets were, were breaking. So they signaled to their partners in the other boats to come and help them. And they came and filled their boats so that they began to sink. When Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees, saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. For he and all who were with him were astonished at the catch of fish which they had taken. And so also were James and John, the sons of Zebedee, who were partners with Simon. And Jesus said to Simon, Do not be afraid. From now on you will catch men. So they had brought their nets to land. They forsook all and followed him. And you will also see them somewhere in the background, like in Matthew chapter 9, verse 9. And Jesus passed on from there. He saw a man named Matthew sitting at the tax office, and he said to him, Follow me. So he arose and followed him. And in the final selection of Jesus choosing his apostles, those who would carry the largest and the heaviest burden of bringing the gospel to the world, described in Luke chapter 6, verse 12 through 16. And he went to the mountain to pray and continued all night in prayer to God, and when it was day, he called his to his disciples to himself. And from them, he chose 12 whom he also called apostles, Simon, who he also named Peter, and Andrew, his brother, James and John, Philip and Bartholomew, Matthew and Thomas, James, the son of Alphaeus, and Simon called the Zealot, Judas, the son of James, and Judas Iscariot, who also became a traitor. These were amazing men, men who left everything and everyone to follow Jesus, to teach Jesus, to preach and travel and to be beaten and suffer for the cause of the gospel. But they really aren't who I came to talk about today. I came to consider those who, who have no name. I came to consider those who stayed home, those who washed their dirty clothes and who washed their husband's feet those who served the men who walked with the Christ. Now, as I begin this conversation, I, I really want to make sure that this is clear. We don't know how many of the apostles were married other than this. Peter was married. Matthew chapter 8, verse 14 through 15 gives us the account of Jesus healing Peter's mother-in-law. 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 5 indicates that some of them were married, Paul writes, do we have no right to take along a believing wife as also the other apostles 
and the brothers of Lord and Caiaphas. So we can assume that some of the apostles were probably married, but none of those women, none of the wives were ever mentioned in scripture by name. Not once. These wives, they've been on my mind a lot lately when I see so many women that seem to have a need to feel important, to be seen and to be heard. And so I wonder, what do you think that these wives, that these women said when they learned that their husbands left their nets to follow Jesus? What do you think Peter's wife, and, and maybe a better question is, what do you think Peter's mother-in-law said when she heard her son-in-law, Peter, left his fishing, his business to follow an out-of-work carpenter who said he would make them fishers of men? And the others, if they were married at the time, or even after that time. I mean, what do you think that their wives said or were thinking when their husbands told them that they were going to leave their work, go on a journey, wouldn't be home for days or months, and decided to become a preacher? What do you think that these women said or thought when their husbands made the decision to follow Christ, to put this man, Jesus, put him first over their family? What do you think that that they thought when their husbands told them that they were no longer the focus of their life? And did you notice in the reading that none of these men, not one, not even Peter, told Jesus that they needed to go home and talk it over with their wife? They just left and they followed Christ. And then what about after Jesus died? I mean, do you wonder if one of the wives thought, whew, well, I'm glad that's over. Now things will get back to normal. And then when they learned that their husbands told them that that was just the beginning, that their husbands had to leave, that they learned that Jesus had told their husbands to go, to go throughout all the world and preach the gospel to all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching others to observe all that Christ had commanded them. Matthew chapter 28, 19 through 20. Or if their husbands told them that they would eventually die for Christ, as Jesus told Peter in John chapter 21, verse 19. How do you think that these wives reacted? I don't know. And I, we, we can't know because we have no record of any, any apostle's wife. We don't have any record of an apostle's marriage breaking up, a wife leaving an apostle over his decision to put God first. We don't know our sister's names, but we know that they were, they were there somewhere at some point in the background. Perhaps they were walking with their husbands too, sitting at the feet of our Lord with the other women. Mark chapter 15, verse 41. Perhaps these wives, these women, perhaps they stayed home. Perhaps they were the ones making ends meet. Perhaps they were the ones that were caring for children by themselves. These nameless, faceless wives content to not be first in their husband's life, content to serve. Maybe that was them, the wife 
and the life of the wife of an apostle. Yet we don't know their names. They just lived their lives, helping their husbands who died for the cause of Christ. We don't know their names. And the truth is, it really is not important. What is most important? They were there in the background. And Christ knew them. Christ knows their name. That's what's important. And that is the point. And it is for this. That we are able to cultivate the heart of a servant like these wives who needed no name. It is for this that I bow my knees today. We hope you enjoyed this program. We encourage you to subscribe to our podcast on Pandora, Spotify, or Podbean. Thanks for listening.